Happy Halloween, friends. Yeah, it's my favorite time of year to be on the radio because it's so many real-life spooky ghost stories. Now, today in a moment in Kramer history, it's not going to be something outrageous like it typically is, but it's my favorite segment I ever do, and that's just searching the city for a ghost story, like real-life ghost stories. So in the honor of being Halloween week, we bring you that today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified Mama's Boy, and this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. It's a feel-good podcast that I do with my mom. Uh, before we bring her on, and we get so first off, if it's your first time, welcome. You've been here 154 episodes. Thank you for that, too. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I want to remind you that we're getting here towards the end of the month, and we're up for Podcast Magazine again, but that's where you have to come in and vote. So if you got some extra time right now, and like you can just go vote. It takes it's literally 30 seconds to vote for Certified Mama's Boy. Uh, so if you can just uh, text the word vote, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8, I can shoot you back a link. You can go in the show notes. There's a link there. Or you can just Google Podcast Magazine Hot 50, whichever way you want to do. Let's just like, if you could commit to doing every day now until we, uh, now to the end of the month, I would really, really appreciate it. So, Again, just text the word uh, vote, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8. And actually, today's episode was recorded in the radio studio, not my home studio where I am right now recording the second part of this show. So parts of today's show are going to be blurry because I think it somehow kicked into the webcam microphone. And my mom should have noted something like this, but she didn't. So it's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's 8.30 at night. I can't re-record this, so... Sorry if it's a little blurry today. We'll back to normal tomorrow. Okay, anyway, here's my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. So here is the freaking problem. And I'm so mad it took me this long to figure this out. I should have, like, hopped into this instantly. Um, if you're feeling like the last couple of weeks have just been weird, uh, for whatever reason, the answer very well could be that Mercury is in retrograde. Now, mm-hmm. some people are not going to believe this stuff. And that's okay. I'm completely okay with it. I honestly thought it was so stupid until I started to analyze all the weird stuff that happens during Mercury retrograde. And then I was like, oh my God, I think this thing is actually the real deal. Like, uh, Mom, do you know much about Mercury retrograde? Not too much. I don't think it affects me really, but I have had some crazy technology things go on. But, you know, I have crazy technology things all the time because I don't know what I I'm doing with it. <laughs> I never do. I never do until these certain times of the month. Now, let me define what Mercury retrograde actually is. So Mercury retrograde definition says three to four times a year, the planet Mercury is said to go in retrograde. That is to say that it moves opposite directions of planet Earth. The planet moves from east to west and then around the sun. And when Mercury turns, uh, turns to move from east to west instead, it is said that Mercury is in retrograde. Now, that's, that's happening no matter what. Mm-hmm. The question is, do weird things start to happen when things are in retrograde? And I would like to challenge the fact that, yes, it does. And this may be too frou-frou for you, but just go. <laughs> like, our bodies are 75% water, right? True. And we are so affected by, like, the moon cycle. Like, why do you think we sleep at night? Because, mm-hmm. like, it's the way that the moon cycle is affected by the water. It's like a tide, right? It comes mm-hmm. in and goes out. And if you think that that can happen in the ocean, but not have an effect on the water in your body, I think that's kind of that's kind of foolish, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, they say <laughs> during Mercury and retrograde, 
all kind of weird stuff starts to happen. And I was like, I was just having, I've had a hell of a couple of weeks. And I was like, what, like, what is going on? Hmm. Like, what's, what's the problem? So they say during these times, here's the things that could go wrong during Mercury retrograde. Okay. Uh, they say, don't do this. They say, don't buy new vehicles, electronic equipment, or gadgets. Um, because most likely one of those things is going to go wrong. Sign a contract. Uh, don't sign contracts without thoroughly reviewing. And then try to delay it until Mercury is not in retrograde again. Uh, it says, don't fly off the handle or jump to conclusions if someone misunderstands you, which I got in the weirdest things the last couple of weeks with people. <laughs> uh, it says, run into the arms or the bed of an ex without carefully screening because Mercury reunions aren't always meant to last. Um, let's see. Shoot the mess and don't shoot the messenger if someone from your past comes around. I mm. uh, don't put anything sketchy in an email or a text because it said like, like this is the most likely time to, to text the wrong person or to email the wrong person. Mm. You need to, uh, don't leave late for travel or appointments because there's things that are going to try to like they say don't travel during this time. It's a really hard time to travel. Flights are going to be canceled, stuff like that. Listen, somebody's already turned this podcast off. We're going in today. Uh, don't start anything new uh, on top of things you haven't already finished. And like wait for what's already like just basically if you have anything on your to-do list, like wait till it's it's over because things can go wrong. So don't leave people on, don't give mixed messages, or believe that everything that you hear. Um, so basically be careful. Don't spread rumors, don't rain on social media. Like you're just like, your body is just crankier they say during these times you don't sleep as well you're more irritable all because mercury is in retrograde now well, there you have it i know <laughs> i'm gonna give you two instances and you tell me how weird these two instances are okay and i'm not gonna be kind of vague about this but just go with me here and then i promise i'm gonna get less vague as the episode goes on <laughs> so i've told you a few facts on the podcast and one of the facts i told you is that i'm really trying to like clear up my dating life right mm-hmm. and that i had certain relationships in San Diego that I just know aren't going to be a thing before I was kind of waiting to see how my life was going to go mm-hmm. and figure out what I wanted to do. And then once I got here, I was like, I need to take this more seriously. And if I don't for real see a future with somebody, I don't need to just like hang on to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, there was one um, that I talked to a couple of weeks ago and she was, uh, you know, it's, it's never easy when you have to like, so listen, I just don't know this is really going to work. Hmm. Um, but I, so Saturday night or Sunday morning, I wake up to a text and we actually ended things pretty well. It's like, okay, I understand. Let's move on. I woke up to a text on Sunday morning that was like furious. Mm. Like it was like, Hey, I just don't understand why you would have to block me on social media. Like it just mm. doesn't make any sense. Like we didn't do anything wrong to each other. Like it's not even like we have a connection like that. I just think it was really tacky that you would block me on social. I was like, Whoa, like what? And she had actually sent me a screenshot. So I text her back and I'm like, can I call you? Because I don't really know what's going on. Because I, in fact, did not block her. Mm. Um, and so I go on and I, I'm going through uh, and, and she had sent me a screenshot. For some reason, like she could not see anything on my social. Every story that I post pops up as this story is no longer available. Oh. Just, like, just her. It's like she even asked her friends. She was like, can you see him? Did he block me? She like did her research before she reached out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and all of her friends can see it. Everybody on the planet can see it, except mm-hmm. for her. 
And mm-hmm. I don't just so weird to me. I'm writing that off as Mercury retrograde. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. Like, yes, I, I think she took it as like a personal attack. And then I've just been getting like these dumb little fights with people, like just <laughs> unnecessarily. I'm not sleeping well. I'm just mm-hmm. like, ugh, not feeling great. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you'll notice these kind of things, but let me see how long. This is going to last this time. Is Mercury? I think it's election day. Oh, Lord have mercy. Or the day after. Yeah, we don't have too much longer. That's the good news. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It only went this time. Went. It's only a couple of weeks. October fourteenth through November the third. So we only uh, got a couple more. election day. We only got a couple more days of this. <laughs> but if you feel like things are happening outside of your control and everything's just kind of spiraling. Just at least consider it could be Mercury retrograde. Some people get on to me. They're like, you just say that when things are going. You're looking for an excuse to blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, but I don't I don't know. I just just watch. Just watch all your – one time, I remember one time, we were at Mercury's in retrograde. And I had to – it was like two things back to back between – I had to go catch a flight. And I um, had to – it may have been uploading the podcast or something. Or something where I had to do something on the internet. But I swear to you, like out of nowhere, my internet went down and like it stayed mm. down the whole morning, which I mean, my internet never goes down ever. Oh, wow. So then I was like, oh my God, and travel too at the same time. Mm. All I'm saying That's is crazy. And that happens, what, two or three times a year? Yeah, a couple of times, maybe maybe up to four times a year. Okay. So the good yeah. news is if your life seems crazy, we're almost done. By the time you get this, it's the 28th. We just got, you know, it's like a week. You'll be fine. Right. Just get through it. And they also think it can be weird like a couple weeks leading up and like also not. But anyway, mm-hmm. I don't know if you believe in that. Text me to let me know if you believe or DM me and let me know if you really are a believer in the, uh, in the Mercury retrograde. And remember that it ends on November 3rd, which is election day. And don't forget to vote. I'm not actually really proud of people. You know, I, I've, you know, the radio show is much different, very much like in the moment kind of news and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and there's, I mean, it's like a record amount of people that are going out and voting. Which I, think I is- know. It's very exciting. It's very I, exciting. Did you already vote? Of course I did. We and voted We voted absentee and I took the ballot to the polling place. Yeah, I, I did the same box. thing. Um, and, you know, there. here's my, I guess because I was so, like, thrown off last election that I'm uh-huh. trying not to get, like, that same thing. Uh-huh. Um I, um, I, because like, it sounds like an astronomical amount of people. My question is, are people just early voting and absentee voting because they're not going to be at the polls instead? Because, you know, all these things that are coming out are saying like, oh my gosh, you know, all this, all these people are coming out to vote, which is Mm -hmm. great. But then like how much down voting will actual election day be, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that remains to be seen. But of course, we are in a COVID year too. We're in a pandemic, right? Unlike, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlike any other time in the last hundred years. So, right. You know, it's hard to know. It's hard to know, but it's exciting, and everyone must must exercise their right to vote, no matter who you vote for. You have yeah. to vote. Another big thing going on right now is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We haven't really talked about that yet on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And you went you got a mammogram. I did. I had a mammogram yesterday. Um, it was my annual mammogram, and that's important for all women. And, and this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I have um, at least two aunts that I know of, aunts or aunts, depending on what part of the country you're from, right? Um, 
Oh, yeah. Up north, they go aunt, my aunt. I don't think I've ever heard the word aunt before. Oh, I it have. Sounds like, this sounds like, what was that phrase used the other day about a house cat or whatever? Adam's house cat. Yeah, I think, I think this falls in that same category. <laughs> I, think, I don't think anyone actually says aunt. <laughs> anyone say aunt? If you say aunt, you can call us. It's uh, 888-Kramer8. 888-Kramer8. Let us know. Like, If you say aunt, I mean... <laughs> I don't think it, it's funny because like the Baltimore accent is very specific. It's yes. got a very specific ring to it here. Yes. Uh, I don't hear aunt, but that could be like a New York thing. We've got a couple people in New York that listen. Um, if you say aunt. Yes. No, I just don't think that's a real thing. Anyway. So you have some ants, you know, we could pull it up on, we could pull it up on Google and, and ask how to pronounce it. I don't know. I mean, I don't care how no one says that. I don't <laughs> You don't care. Hurt. You don't care the proper. It's a u n t. It looks like aunt, not do you aunt. Say aunt. Do I say aunt? Yeah. No, I never have because in the yeah. south it's aunt. Exactly. <laughs> like nobody. And that. I've never lived anywhere else, but uh, I've had a lot of friends who say aunt. So. Well, what? So you have two aunts? Yes. That, I'm sorry. Um, that. Uh, died of breast cancer and of course you know my mother died of uterine cancer but um, we all just need to take those precautions and be tested yes it's an ouch for a minute but it's only for a minute and it could mean your lifetime so be sure and get a mammogram and encourage those you love to do likewise what um what exactly happens in that process and i I realize that you know a lot of people listen to this podcast are women But for guys, like, I have no idea what a mammogram actually is. I have no clue what what actually, I mean, I I know the term. I know it's important to get one. But I couldn't even, Mm -hmm. if someone, like, came in here and held a gun to my head, like, tell me the exact process of a mammogram, Mm -hmm. I'd be in trouble. Oh, well, all you do is um, you, they just put your breast between these two pieces of, like, lucite, and they clamp down on it, and then it scans it. And it, it's an ouch for a minute because when they press down on it, it hurts. Um, and they ask you to hold your breath. Well, I'm already holding my breath because it hurts. Um, but it doesn't hurt long. And I think like how long does that last? Oh, maybe 10 seconds. Oh, okay. Yeah, 10 or 20 seconds. Not long at all. And then I you're done. Has, I wonder who has more painful processes um, of things they have to experience health-wise. That makes sense. The question I'm trying to ask right now, like oh, who then males versus females? Yes, yeah, men or women that have to have more uncomfortable things done to them health wise in a lifetime. Because I would argue that getting your prostate checked is one of the most uncomfortable positions that anybody could ever be in. And listen, I get it. Y'all might come back with your well during our monthly, our uh, yearly. Uh-huh. Annual, we have to get our uh-huh. uterine wall scraped. Uh-huh. I would challenge you. <laughs> You. Okay, now go with me here. Having a, a finger placed inside of your bottom. <laughs> Honey. And then your prostate squeezed by a man is probably going to be a little bit more uncomfortable than uh, whoever, a male or a female, just going and doing a little scrape, 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 you know. But women also have that done too. I mean, they don't have their prostate checked, but they do have their, you know, an insert in their finger inserted in there oh you do during during like the annual checkup you do yes oh lord yes. yeah so you can okay. feel your female organs oh lord of mercy yeah lord. i guarantee you it's much more painful to be a woman than a man 
Guaranteed. I, Have you ever given birth to a child? Well, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't sure why y'all do it. That's just, that's just crazy. Um, I, um, what I find, what I find really, uh, really challenging. I'm so glad this has changed because there's one time I literally almost passed out at the, uh, at the doctor's office, or I guess it was a health clinic at the time mm-hmm. because I was going to get a, I was having prostate problems and I was in college and they just assumed it must be an STD. Well, back in the day for them to check for chlamydia and gonorrhea, they had to literally get like a Q-tip and like put it in your manhole. Like, hmm. yeah. And I literally <laughs> like, I cannot explain <laughs> that process to you. Uh... And like how terrible that whole exchange was. Like, I, I literally had to like sit down because I, I started to faint. I was like, this is not how this works. That's, that's exit only. That's an exit only. Like, uh-uh. like, oh, gosh. That's one thing, but that for sure is an exit only. Uh, how do we go from mercury retrograde to this? Where, yeah. where are we going? I'm not even sure. But I'm just, just telling you. It was like a well, don't go get a physical during Mercury retrograde. You never know what might happen. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. And now let's get to our quote, Mom. Okay. Sometimes I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but this is just, you know, it's so important to me and hopefully to all of you as well. But it's about gratitude. And I woke up this morning in a strange mood just in a strange mood and I just wasn't quite myself and on days like that then you know what really is helpful to me is to just step back and instead of wallowing in my own self-pity or whatever um, to be grateful for the things I do have Mm. so Ralph Waldo Emerson what had you in a funk I don't know I just woke up I just woke up feeling kind of gnarly like meh yeah you know why right yeah i guess so maybe it was mercury retrograde i'm telling you look into this don't call me crazy (laughs) i was out of sorts you're absolutely right it was most unlike me i told you i thought i was on my period the other day i'm just like i'm just so out of like the sink right now well and true and i also had a crazy dream last night where um I was with you and your brother, but your brother uh-huh. was younger than you, right? So it would have been really Maggie, but as a boy. And we were talking about, you were telling me how I had not fed you enough. You know, like you would like, as if you'd gone to school hungry or something. I don't know. And that, that had me discombobulated a little bit when I woke up because I woke up kind of in the midst of that dream. And it was one of those where you go, oh, thank God that wasn't real, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, no, I think your whole day is like just kind of effed up. Yeah. So then I was thinking, yeah. golly, day, was I a bad mom? What's the meaning of that dream? Did I starve? Did I starve one of my children for something they needed? You know, anyway. But the way I got over that was gratitude to just mm-hmm. stop and pause. Of course, I did some, you know, my breathing and meditation. And then I was just thinking of just, 
giving thanks. Um, so, Ralph Waldo Emerson said, Cultivate the habit of being grateful for every good thing that comes to you and to give thanks continuously. And because all things have contributed to your advancement, you should include all things in your gratitude. And I like mm. that a lot because it means all things mean the good and the bad, right? Right. Because they've all contributed to who we are and where we are today in the good times and the bad. Well, um, and you can't really see it in the present, right? No, That's of course what's not. Really so frustrating. I wish, and, and as you get older, right? Like I'm 37 and I, like 27, I couldn't have seen this, but as you go through a shit storm and then you realize that it's all going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why in the moment, and then some people can't, I just shouldn't say anybody because mm-hmm. a lot of people can't, they can actually say in this moment, like, thank you for this, whatever this is that I'm going through right yes. now, because I just, I needed this lesson or it's helping me get to the next step or whatever, yes. you know, I am not wired that way. Yeah. I, it takes a little extra steps for me to get to that point where I can be like, oh, this is great. Thank you for giving me a car wreck. I was hoping I could go spend time at the auto body shop or whatever. I was hoping I could pay a deductible for it. It's just like, what? I don't know that I'm quite there yet. You know what I mean? Well, wait until you're 67. I mean, do you really? I mean, but truly, like, let's just like, do you really like have gratitude for shitty moments? Depends on what they've been. But I, but I believe that in most, I believe in most bad things, there are good, there are good things that come from it. Okay. Well, um, let's see. I'm trying to think of something bad that's happened. I mean, I don't want to be too insensitive here, but like your brother passing away suddenly recently. Yeah. Situation and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that happened. Right. Like, well, that's where I started to get frustrated because I like the concept of it, but like, well, things can just happen. Right. And we can just allow them to be bad. But the gratitude for me in that is that my brother died instantly and did not die in pain like my other family members have and didn't suffer for a long time like my other family members have. So for that, I will be eternally grateful, even though I miss him and I think he died much too young. Um, You know, I mean, I am very grateful for the way that he died. I'm very thankful to God. For that but is that really like was that your initial thought were you like Ooh, okay yes that was well mine yeah i mean initially when i heard that he died it's shocking but then when i heard how it was like oh thank god he didn't suffer right. you know because yeah. he he died instantly they know that um mm-hmm. and he, you know he died in a car crash but they think that he died of a heart attack which meant right. that he died before the car crashed so um you know, and there wasn't there wasn't an ounce of blood anywhere in that car, and you know he was. I mean, there wasn't a scratch on his body. Right. So yeah. So okay. I think in all things, in all things, you can find something good to be grateful for. Yeah. Well, that's something we can all challenge ourselves to do. When you're mm-hmm. in a bad situation in a bad spot, you know, like what is it? What is it? You know. Yes. How- I'll work on that this week and see if I can find something in the next, you know, couple of days to be like, this seemed really bad, but I'm glad it happened because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to get to a moment in Kramer history here in just a couple of seconds. Mom, when's the last time you bought new sheets for your bed? Oh, just uh, about two months ago. I love okay. linen. 
I'm sorry. I know. Oh, it's been years, years and years. No, not true. No, I have, I I have way too I many sheets. <laughs> We've been sleeping on garbage bags for years now. <laughs> <laughs> well, for everybody else. I just uh, think there's nothing more luxurious than climbing into a bed with fresh well, sheets. It's just the best. It's I love best. it. I and love it. There's also nothing worse than getting into a bed and the corners popping off. And oh, that's, yeah. Like in the middle of the night when you're like rolling around, all of a sudden you hear that pop and you're like, oh, <laughs> that sounds like you. Let me let me introduce you to something you're going to treat yourself to. It's linen fit sheets. Linen fit sheets are amazing. They are the, the patented technology that they have are going to ensure that your sheets are going to fit no matter what your lifestyle is. Like if you've got a roller arounder, it, it's perfect for that. If <laughs> rolling you're, arounder. Yeah. If you've got a, a baby that jumps in the bed from time to time, like that's taken care of. No or your mat- a dog. A dog. Yeah. <laughs> like if, you've got, uh, if you've got a uh, a mattress that is like an adjustable base, like their biggest thing over at Linen Fit is that they're guaranteed your sheets are going to fit. And the not just that, like on top of it, it makes your your whole experience with buying sheets, because it can be kind of annoying when you walk in to buy sheets, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, ugh, you know? Um, the cool thing with Linen Fit is you don't have to do all that. Like, you're kind of hearing from me right now. I've been like, I've got a pair of sheets on my bed right now from Linen Fit. Mm-hmm. They stay on. And it's really hard with adjustable base ones because they're just notorious because the bed's constantly moving. I got an yes. adjustable base with an endorsement I did in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And the problem is... They just don't stay on because you're constantly moving the bed up and down, up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. Linen fit, like they're, they're, they will stay on your bed. It doesn't have the shopping doesn't have to be overwhelming anymore. You could take comfort in the fit, the quality, and the price that linen sheets, uh, linen fit sheets actually do offer you by buying directly from the website. So if it's time for you to buy new sheets, or maybe it's time to treat yourself, mm-hmm. linen fit offering listeners of Certified Mama's Boy 20% off their purchase site-wide right now at linenfit.com. When you use the code Kramer at checkout, it's L-I-N-E-N-F-I-T.com and use the code Kramer at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Don't forget to, let me say this, holidays are coming up. Cheats are a great gift to give to somebody you're not quite sure what to get because there's nobody that doesn't appreciate a nice set of sheets. So linenfit.com, use the code Kramer, support the podcast and get a great night's sleep. Mom, I also need to, I need to send you over some of this cereal too. Uh, okay. Magic Spoon is one of our newest advertisers as well. We thank them for being here. Magic Spoon cereal basically takes your favorite childhood cereal, whatever, like, like give that one in your head right now. Whatever that one is, like, yeah, that is what they have recreated, but for adults, because we can't eat the same crap we used to eat, right? Mm-hmm. Like, no, get- we know better now. Well, we, we're trying to cut down on our carbs and sugar and mm-hmm. unhealthy foods, right? Right. It's like you can't feel like you can eat anything fun. Magic Spoon cereal is so fun. Like this is not like a big, this is not a big purchase, right? Mm-hmm. This is not, this, this is going to buy a box of cereal. But I'm telling you, the nostalgia factor in this, I'm just highly recommending that you go try Magic Spoon. They got four flavors. It's cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. It tastes amazing. Here's the best part. Zero sugar, okay? 11 grams of protein and only three net grams of carbs in every single serving. I eat a whole box. Well, I typically eat a box of cereal <laughs> sitting. So you can do that without feeling like guilty about it. It's also keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. 
So I, I mean, truly, I love the frosted. The frosted tastes just like that one brand of cereal that you. I don't know if they want me to talk about the brands that they actually kind of emulate, but mm-hmm. uh, it's just, it's just do yourself a favor and go get a, a box of the variety pack of, of, of Magic Spoon. It's just fun. It's just nostalgic and fun. So go to magicspoon.com slash Kramer to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use the promo code Kramer at checkout because you're going to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident that you're going to love their product. It's back with this 100% happiness guarantee. So if you're sitting here right now, like, I don't know. Yeah, I'll just go buy cereal from the grocery store. No, no, no. You've got to try this one. And if for whatever reason you're not happy, they refund your money. No questions asked. It's magicspoon.com slash Kramer and use the code Kramer for free. And who lets you send food back? I mean, who gives you a refund on food? That's wild. People on the website and say, nah, and they're like, okay, cool. And you get a refund. I mean, it's, it's that easy. So I want every single person, especially certified fans to go try it. And let's take some fun pictures and share them because it just, it just feels, it just feels like a safer time in your life. Mm -hmm. Back when you'd sit in front of the TV and watch cartoons on a Saturday morning. It just kind of brings back that nostalgia factor. So go check it out. Our friends over at Magic Spoon. Okay, let's, uh, we're gonna get to a moment in Kramer history here in a second. We've decided though to say hi. Well, we've always said hi to our certified fans, right? Mm-hmm. But we decided though, since we don't have any new certified fans, when we, when we don't have one to give a new shout out, that we are gonna go back and just pick out a random person. I'm literally scrolling through like a list of names <laughs> and picking out somebody. Mom, how do you define what a certified fan is? Oh, a certified fan is someone who supports the show. Uh, with a $5 donation for, per month um, because they want to see or they want to hear more content and to keep the podcast going. And you instantly become a part of our certified fam page yep. um, on Facebook that we all love and adore and we become such good friends. And I mean, so much so that one of our fans, uh, on our Facebook page, discovered that her parents lived on the same street as your dad. How about as that? You. As your dad. One of My our, dad? One of your fans' parents lived on the same street as your dad growing oh, up. Growing up? Oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, isn't that funny? Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. so she DM'd me, and we had a great conversation about that. And um, so that's it's fun. just a great way to connect with with people that you'll grow to love. Yep, it's really fun. And it, of course, supports the podcast. It's $5 a month. Um, so if you want to join, just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Shout out to Norma C. Norma C. over in, where is Norma? She is in National City, California, one of oh, our favorite fans. Right. So, whoop, whoop. Yeah, you deserve Yay. that. We'll keep going through and just thank you for your support. If you've been here month after month, if you're brand new, or today's maybe this, this you're like, today is the day I'm going to join. Then just text the word FANS to 888-Kramer8. Okay, Mom, got to do a moment in Kramer history. I love you. Okay, love you forever. <clears throat> a moment in Kramer history. <laughs> uh, why does it make me laugh? A moment. Uh, okay. Welcome to a moment in Kramer history. It's when we look back on my ridiculous radio career and kind of laugh at it. Or in this case, I love this. I I don't. I'm not a huge Halloween fan, just to let you know. But I love getting scary stories on the air every single year. And this this is not 
by any means outrageous, uh, but this is definitely one of my favorite times of year for people to call in and tell stories. Every every city that I've been to, we've done something similar to this, trying to find the scariest story in town. And in 2010, here's what we found. Let's start now with uh, Denise. Denise thinks she has the scariest true story in Panama City. Hi, Denise. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Tell me the story. Okay. Um, I just moved into this apartment. Okay. The one it you're in now? In no. It was okay, in okay, okay, okay. My daughter was two. I was feeding her dinner, and she looked at this door, which is a closet door, mm-hmm. and she said to me, she said, Mommy, see that boy? I said, no, honey, it's the wall. She said, no, it's a boy. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, then she looked at the wall, and she pointed at me, and she said, that's Mommy. Wait, yeah. hang on. What now? At the true. very end, what happened? I'm, I'm her no. daughter was talking to the ghost boy. Oh, yeah. And, talking and to the introducing ghost. her as mommy. No. Yes. So what happened from then? Like, what did you do? Well, put the lights on for yeah, months. I'm about to say. Wow. That's I'm really about, scary. I'm about because listen, you got to find a new home. Talking <laughs> all that trash. Right. Well, you know how kids are more Old susceptible demonic. to seeing that kind of thing. That is a, a big bar to set. Okay. Yes. Hang tight for a second. I want to see if somebody thinks they can beat that scary story. Gotta be true. Ugh. Yeah. Gotta be true. Can't be a dream. Can't be a story a friend told you. Andy, let me see if uh, Andy. Yes. Can you beat that story? I think so. Yes. All right. All right. All right. All right. Try us out. When did this happen? Um, this happened about thirty-two years ago. Okay. Ooh. And I could confirm it because it happened with me and my friend, and she will confirm it. You swear it's true. I absolutely, positively swear on everything I have. It's true. Okay. Tell me. Wow. Um, she and I were upstairs in my bedroom playing with the Ouija board. And it was like it is today. It was chilly, but not cold. Mm. Um, playing around, the pointer wasn't moving, no big deal. And then all of a sudden, it did start spelling, you know, we'd say, who is this? And it spelled out a name, Van. Van? Van. Okay. Um, and we were like, oh, yeah, ha, 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 making fun of it. Right. The temperature in the room dropped 40 degrees. <gasps> the windows frosted up on the inside. <gasps> Shut up. Okay, hang on. And I said, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm going downstairs. I am scared. The pointer said no. <gasps> and I said, why not? And it said, don't. Nancy. And Nancy was my friend that was up there doing this with me. And we were like, okay, we're done. We're oh going downstairs. Gosh. And that's it? She went in front of me, descending the stairs, and she was pushed down the stairs. No. What? Yes. Did, this die? is why you don't mess with the Ouija board. Did she die? She felt hand, no. She oh. was bruised up. She felt hands on her back. Was angry with me because she was sure I had pushed her. Who's got a st- scarier story? Denise told a story a second ago about how she her daughter was talking to some figure that was not even there, right? Oh introducing gosh. her as the mother, right? Andy has a friend that did the Ouija board with her. Things Room got froze crazy. Up, she said, "I'm out of here." The ghost pushed her friend down the stairs. Yeah. Who's got a scarier story? Holly, I'm gonna let you decide. Um, I think. I give it to I give it to Andy because okay. there was um, physical violence. Okay, we say goodbye to Denise then. Uh, let me go to Stacy. Is it Stacia? Stacia. Stacia. Good morning. Stacia. Good morning. Stacia. I'm sorry, Stacia. Stacia, uh, can you beat Andy's story? I'm not sure. I lived in this house for four years and it became a restaurant, but I've grown up with it. My uncle grew up with it. Uh, we used, my uncle used to talk to the ghost in the walls, and we had no clue what it was a ghost until a year or two afterwards. Um, as I grew up, we turned into a restaurant, and 
we went downstairs one night to cut everything off, me and my grandfather, and as I was walking down the stairs, everything in the house cut off, the power included. Oh, Lord. We, we called the power company. They said they had no reason. There shouldn't be the power should not be off. And as soon as we got off with the power company, our phones went dead. Oh, no. So then after about 10 minutes, everything came back on, and our phones came back to fully charged. Really? We, like I said, my grandmother's seen the ghost. I've never seen the ghost, but I've been through the house long enough to know every time I cut everything off, everything comes back on. No way. Where is this it's house? All, it's in Georgia. Oh, it's in Georgia. It's listed in the world, uh, one of the one of the ghosts listed in 100 top most haunted houses. That's Freaking. really scary. Wow. We're trying to figure out who in Panama City has the most true and horrifying story out of anybody. Okay. Uh, 230-W-I-L-N. 230-9456. Andy is our winner right now. Uh, Stacia, she's wow. a good story. Andy said, you know, that she's playing the Ouija board, got pushed down the stairs, iced up the windows. Um, Stacia. Stacia. Said that um, she had this house that had been in the family that was turned into a restaurant. Yeah. All the power went off. No reason for it. Then it came back on. Everything was fine. No big deal. Her yeah. grandparents have been talking to ghosts. Whose story is, sc- whose story is scarier? Um, I'm going to have to go with Andy. You're, sti- you're sticking with Andy? I'm sticking with okay. Andy. I mean, just because when you have the, the Ouija board and you're moving it around and then someone gets pushed downstairs... And then frost, physical. You can see yeah, the physical stuff freaky, on the window. Man. That's really scary. <sighs> That's scary stuff. We never really believe a story about Ouija boards. I've never really heard one that, for like a firsthand experience, that I really right. believe. That's why you don't mess with them. This one, man, I believe. Okay, mm. so we say goodbye to Stacia. Stacia, I'm sorry. We love you. But uh, I think Andy might have the scariest story. I think so, too. One more person going to try. Who's this? Judy. Judy? That's me. I'm going to give you a chance to steal, okay? And if not, then I think we're going to have to award this to Andy has the scariest story in Panama City. Mine mine isn't scary. Oh. It's not scary. It's just kind of neat. We have a ghost. Her name is Haley. We found out about her doing the Ouija board, my daughter and my son and myself. She's, I think, nine years old. And she's so real, she's moved from house to house with us. I actually woke up in my sleep one night and thought it was my daughter standing next to me. And I was telling her, maybe you have to go back to bed. You've got school tomorrow. Really? Go back to bed. And I realized it was not Rain standing there. Who who is this girl? Have you found out much about her? Well, she seems to be old school. I'm talking like, you know... 1970s or so. Oh. She's really cute. She's nice. She just sort of follows us around. And she's always there. You can see her walk around in the house sometimes. Never does anything rude. She just sort of is a playmate. From house to house? She moves from house to house with you? Yes, she does. We were in Bayou George, and she moved. We didn't think a ghost would move. Right. And we moved to the cove, and she showed up. And we're like, oh, Haley's here. My daughter came and said, Mama, Haley's here. Oh, She's here with us. I know man. she is. My. So you, do you talk to her through Ouija board? Like, how do you have contact with this other well, person? Well, we did it just the one time, and Haley came out in the old house. And now she just tends to stand next to the bed sometimes and say hello, or you'll see her walking down the hallway. And she just That's sort freaky. of hangs out. Did That's she freaky. say, like, how she died or anything? Yeah, did or? you do any research to the house that you found her in? 
No, you know, I really should look into that. Yeah, I think that, that that's freaky. My goodness. Holly! Oh, my. Wow. Didn't beat Andy's story, though. Didn't beat Andy's story. In terms of goosebumps, no. I mean, I teared up and got goosebumps when I heard Andy's story. I think we gotta give it to Andy. Yeah. We gotta give it to Andy. Ghosts. It's just fun. I mean, it's like it's like scary and just fun, and Halloween's fun to do radio with. And I can tell you, if you want to hear more stories like this, you could easily turn into the Kramer and Jess On Demand podcast, because what you'll learn about me is I do the same bits over and over again. (laughs) That was, what, 2010? It's 2020. I'm still doing that bit. It's fine. So... Why be creative when you can just repeat things? Uh, before we get to the good news and made me laugh, I want to remind you, please, you know, like let's we're getting here towards the end of 2020. And let's like wrap up your year and start your 2021 super strong mentally, at least. If you've been fighting depression or stress or anxiety or relationship issues, sleeping, trauma, anger, family issues, uh, LGBT matters, grief or self-esteem problems. Like let's talk through these with our friends over at BetterHelp. It is online professional counseling and therapy that will literally get your life on track because why go into 2021 with the same baggage you got in 2020 like you could start today today i love it i use dr jag uh on there all the time and it is it's honestly i've been in therapy since when did i start going to therapy probably 2011 it's my favorite therapy so far just the idea of not having the awkwardness of going to the waiting room like if you're new to therapy i highly recommend this if you're not new to therapy but you're just busy and having a hard time like finding time to get away from the office and go drive 30 minutes to go see your therapist and then them being late and then it's just it's it's kind of a hassle but you don't have to be anymore so do this take control of your mental health start living a better happier life today as a listener of this podcast you're going to get 10% off by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer that's over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health again it's betterhelp H-E-L-P dot com slash Kramer okay good news time and then you know what happens next right we do the made me laugh and then we're done today on the the good news though we're going to focus on old people because shout out old people two 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 groups of old people doing cool things let's start with marshall helm uh marshall helm lives in illinois and he's walking his granddaughter to the bus stop when the bus driver alerted him that the house nearby was on fire he was like oh my god and it was his neighbor's house and as the blaze kept creeping over from the garage to the home he was like i gotta do something he rushed in to help get the neighbors out he's a 70 year old veteran he started yelling fire 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 and and the residents people that live there whose names are gary and kathy benjamin they were still in bed that early more early in the morning and, and they woke up to being shouted at and helm was like hey come on we gotta go gets him out the door that he actually used to come outside was now fully engulfed in flames. And the trio, though, by the way, made it out through the back door and were perfectly fine. Nobody was hurt. But the Benjamins did lose 40 years worth of possessions, which sounds sad, but they're in pretty good spirits because they say it can be replaced. Now they're calling for Helm. Now they're calling Helm their hero for saving them. They said a lifesaver is all we can say. Hero and our angel. That's cool, man. I don't know if I'd run. Would you run into it? Honestly, would you run into a burning, flamed up house? Like, I don't know that I would. I'd like to think that I would. But they always say in in situations like that, you don't think, you just do. I think, I hope I would because it sounds scary. All right. Shout out old people part two. 
There's this Irish couple in their 80s that have been together for decades, but they just got around to getting married, which I know sounds funny. It's John and Mary. He's 86. She's 83. They met more than 40 years ago and plan to make things official, but life kind of got in the way. Story's long, but basically like she wasn't dating and then he his like divorce wasn't finalized uh through ireland but it was finalized in the u.s but it was different and then like this and that and so they, they just haven't had a chance to finally get married but after the coronavirus delays they decided not to wait one day longer and said i do in a silver marriage over the weekend john's daughter whose name is carolyn says they've been uh being married means an awful lot to them because they do have old-fashioned values but a lot of things delayed their wedding plans over the years. And eventually the couple decided to tie the knot because they were kind of afraid that one might pass away. I've had a great time with him. We had great times all together. But more good times to come. Please, God. Well, if God will spare us. I said to him yesterday, John, I think we'll have to start saying our prayers properly again. Only now I realise that we're both so old. But we're happy out. Super cute. Shout out old people. Way to go. All right, let's do made me laugh. So, you know, my mom, my mom gave you like a, a mini description of what it's like to have a mammogram, right? And it didn't sound terrible. But let me tell you that Aretha Jones, comedian, has a totally different take I'm on it. I'm feeling every stitch of being 50. That's one thing about it. When you get older as a woman, they come get your ass with a mammograms. I mean, it's a, it's a cute thought. You should just go get it when you're like 40. But when you're 50, they come get your ass like the FBI. And them suckers hurt. Why? Why the hell do we have, why? We know we need it, but why? Make it more comfortable. How long have we been putting our titties in a can crusher and smashed into a crepe? That ain't fair. I had, I, I mean, for real, for real, for real. My first one, I did not know what it was gonna be like. The lady put the damn titty in there and kept cranking the handle to tighten the grip. I said, bitch, you got me, okay? You got me. You need some secrets, bitch, I'll talk. What is this, the NSA? Let that bitch go. And then she had the nerve to walk away and told me, don't move. How the fuck I'm gonna move with my titty in a death grip, bitch? If I sneeze, I'm gonna snatch my titty off my chest. Hurry up and take the picture. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who has it worse. I don't know, but y'all might have it worse. Y'all might have it worse. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Please vote. Please vote for the show. Let's get this thing going. It's the end of the month now. So text the word vote V-O-T-E to 888-Kramer8. Let's get this show. Keep it up on the top of the charts for um, Podcast Magazine. Go vote for our friends The Upside, too. There's a couple different slots. Vote for The Upside on there with Jeff and Callie. And uh, that's it for today. I'll see you tomorrow for another Ask My Mom. Bye-bye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.